Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 21 and 22. We are a dwelling place for God, in whom all the building fitly framed together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you're also builded together a habitation of God through the Spirit. God is a master builder. We are carefully joined together for a perfect fit in Christ, believing Jews and believing Gentiles together, becoming a holy, sanctified temple for the Lord, a special place where the Spirit of God dwells. In whom? In the Lord. In whom? Jesus Christ is the central focus of this entire building. Every new believer in Christ is like a new stone in this ever-growing temple. Paul, by inspiration of God, is trying to help us visualize and understand the significance of being in Christ, as he reminds us that we are both unique members of his body and perfectly fit stones to his temple. Either way, all believers are together with Christ and in Christ forever and forever. God's building is fitly framed together. It fits together perfectly. It's built together for habitation. Jesus, while still on this earth, clearly stated, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus is in the process of building his church, which could be called his body or his building or his temple. Many famous cathedrals in our world took years to build. For instance, the Chartres Cathedral in France was built quite rapidly, taking only 25 years to build. Uh, Notre Dame in Paris took about 100 years, and then, I'm not sure if I'll say this right, Cologne Cathedral of Germany took over 600 years to finish. Our Lord Jesus is not confined by time, and for over 2,000 years he has been building his church, and at which time it is finished, we will be gathered together to him to dwell with him for eternity. Together, we will be a perfect fit. No one will be a misfit or feel that they just don't fit in. Paul uses this same concept in chapter 4 in describing the body of Christ, which will be fitly joined or knit together and held together by each part doing its own part so that the entire body grows and builds itself in love. Someday we will be together at last. The Lord loves the concept of together. He promises to be in the midst of two and three gathered together. What God joins together in marriage, no man is to separate. Jesus wept over Jerusalem, expressing his desire to gather them together. Someday Jesus will send his angels with the sound of a trumpet and gather together his believers. We shall be glorified together in heaven. All things work together for good. We are commanded to strive together in prayer. We have been raised together so that we can sit together in heavenly places. We will be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air, and we will live together with Jesus. The Lord loves the concept of together. And then he mentions this a habitation of God, a dwelling place for God. From Exodus to Revelation, God promised to dwell with his people. First in the wilderness tabernacle, then David's desire became Solomon's task as he built a magnificent temple in Jerusalem. Today, God, through his Holy Spirit, continues to keep his promise as he dwells in our hearts. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. And I will sanctify the tabernacle of the congregation, and the altar, and I will dwell among the children of Israel and will be their God. I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it. What? 
Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you're not your own, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Hereby know that we dwell in him and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and their God. These are all taken from passages from Exodus and 1 Kings and 1 Corinthians, Ephesians, 1 John, Revelation. The bottom line, God promises, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And remember, God never breaks a promise. Our time's up, and I really hope that you stop by RandsHumble.com and check out the wilds of the wilds of New England, some of the Bible helps we have. But I also really hope that today you have a good day.